Hello and welcome to Let's Talk Truth with Susie Ann. And this is your host, Susie Ann. Our topic for today is, do you hate evil or just what you think is evil? We make many vows in life. I mean, one vow that we make is through baptism. Because when you give your life to Yahusha, you are making a vow to serve him until you die. But to love Yahusha, as the scripture says, is to hate evil. Now, what is evil? The only way to truly know that is to look through scripture. But in today's day, and from a very long time, we have been leaving scripture up to interpretation. Now, the Bible says that no prophecy of the scripture is of any private interpretation. For the prophecy came not in old time by the will of man, but holy men of Elohim spake as they were moved by the Ruach HaKodesh. Yahusha told us that when he left, he would have sent a comforter. He said that the Ruach HaKodesh, which is the Holy Spirit, would bring us into all truth. Now I find it very funny that both people who do not have the Ruach HaKodesh and people who do almost act the same way sometimes when it comes to certain principles of the scripture. And since the Ruach HaKodesh does not dwell with us when we are blatantly fighting against it, we also lose and become like the ones that are without. The Bible describes us as clouds without water. Speaking evil of things that we don't know. So the Bible says thou shalt not and you perceive it as oh he meant that thou shalt not do this in that certain type of situation. You are seen as evil. You are seen as hypocritical and the Bible says if you add or diminish from the prophecy of the scripture your name will be removed from the book of life and he also says he if you add anything to the scripture he will add all the diseases that are in the book plus diseases that are not in the book so we must be careful of our flesh the bible says not to be overcome by evil but to overcome evil with good When you say you love somebody, you do everything you can to please that person. The person is allergic to flowers. 
you don't bring flowers into their presence because they're afraid of, you know, they're allergic to the pollen. And you don't want to irritate their nose. You're not, you're not gonna bring it and say, oh, deal with it. You never do that. But for some reason, even though we do so much to please the person that we love in the physical, we do so little to please Yahusha who is up in heaven. We do so little to please our Father who is in heaven because it displeases us. It inconveniences us. So we try to find some type of middle ground between serving Him and pleasing ourselves. And that's where everything gets murky. Because He says we're in the world, but we're not off the world. So if we're going to try to find a middle ground between the world and Him, there is no middle ground. He says straightforward in the scripture that if you love the world, the love of the Father is not in you. So once he sees you're embracing the world, he's going to take a step back. He's going to separate himself from you. And a lot of people might hear me say this thing and still not understand. Because a lot of the, you know, the first world countries, have this deep-seated culture that it, it's, it's so normal to them that they don't even see that even their culture is a sin. Here in the Bible, in, it's Psalms 39, it says, I said, I will take heed to my ways that I sin not with my tongue. I will keep my mouth with a bridle while the wicked is before me. I will set no wicked thing before mine eyes. I hate the work of them that turn aside. It shall not cleave to me. A froward heart shall depart from me, and I will not know a wicked person. Whoso privily slandered his neighbor, him will I cut off. Him that hath a high look and a proud heart will not I suffer. He that worketh deceit shall not dwell within my house, and he that telleth lies shall not tarry in my sight. Now, all of these are scriptures from in the Bible, from both Psalm 39 and Psalms 119. But what, what we really should be doing, we're not doing. Because a lot of those types of people that the scripture highlighted, we have those people as friends. We have those, we keep those people around us because a part of us is still not converted. So we keep these people around us that are gossipers, that are liars, that are hypocrites. They're still out there in sin and we are best friends with them. How is that even possible? The Bible asks, what kind of fellowship can light have with darkness? I mean, what type of friendship, if you really love Elohim, and this person really doesn't, what kind of friendship can you have? How much time have you been really spending with your Savior? 
Because the more you get to love your Savior, the more you get closer to your Savior, it gets harder to stay in, in those types of people, um, presence. And it's not about discriminating or anything. Because, you know, I have acquaintances still, but we don't get along. My phone doesn't even ring anymore. Because when they call me, I, I talk about the thing that I love. And if we don't have the thing that I love in common, then it's going to be really hard to keep a conversation. So people really lose interest in talking to me. No, we did not have a big blowout argument. No. I just talked about what I loved. I talked about the things that I found out. The things... The wondrous things in his scripture. And they just naturally faded away. If people still feel comfortable, if people who are serving Satan still feel comfortable around you, the converted person, then you are not converted, sir or madam. So we come back to the question. Do you hate evil? Or do you just hate what you think is evil? Because some of us say that we do hate evil, but we have a middle ground, as I said. We want to keep certain friends around us, so we compromise. We want to keep a certain man in our lives. We want to keep a certain woman in our lives, so we compromise. That is not love. In the Bible it says that the most important commandment is to love. Love Yahuwah, our Elohim, with all our hearts, all our souls, and all our minds. This is the first and great commandment. Second and is like unto it, love thy neighbor as thyself. Loving thy neighbor as thyself does not mean that you're going to make best friends with unbelievers. It means that you're not going to treat them bad just because they don't believe in what you believe. However, you're not going to fellowship with them. That's a, that's a personal choice. The commandment is talking about how you generally treat people overall. Whether they're believers or not believers. But when you're going to make personal choices um, for friends, you choose believers. When you're going to make personal choices towards your hobbies, you choose things that attain unto righteousness. Because the Bible says, whatsoever you eat or drink or whatsoever you're going to do, make sure that it brings glory to Elohim. Paul said that, you know, all things are lawful, but all things are not expedient. What's the meaning of expedient? Practical. What is the purpose? We need to do things that attain unto purpose. And a lot of the things that we love are just vanity. They don't do anything at all for us. Do we even understand the severity of sin. Just imagine the thing you hate the most in this world. 
and after thinking about it, put sin in that slot. It doesn't matter what it is. Put sin in that slot and then you'll see how severe sin is. Now, if you hate this thing and sin is as this thing, then tell me, when you really put these things together, if you would continue to love a person who does this hateful thing continuously without remorse, narcissation. It's a question that you should really think about. We have things that we hate so much that even if the person that we love so much does it, it might cause us to hate even that person. It's the same with Yahuwah, our Creator, Father in Heaven. He hates sin that much. He hates evil that much. The only reason why he long suffered evil in this world, the only reason why he created it, is to show us that his way was the better way from the very beginning. And if we really take some time out to see what the end of these ways are, we'd see that it only led to destruction. How many of us can say just like what Psalms 26 verses 4 to 7 says I have not sat with vain persons neither will I go in with dissemblers I have hated the congregation of evildoers and will not sit with the wicked I will wash my hands in innocency, so will I compass thine altar, O Adon, that I may publish with the voice of thanksgiving and tell of all thy wondrous works. How many of us can really say this? Some of us have sinner friends and we don't even want to tell them about Elohim. We don't want to tell them about it. And some, when we try to tell them about it, they get all offensive and say they don't want to hear it. Now, I'm sorry. But if you love someone, say it was a physical person, and you loved this person, this person is your husband, they know that this is the person you love. And you are, and they say that you're, they're, they're your friend. And when you talk about the person, they don't want to hear. They get all irritated for absolutely no reason. You didn't disrespect them or anything. You're just talking about the person you love. And they make it seem as if you're evil. You'd feel uncomfortable around them. You'd even want to draw away from them because it seems as if it's um, them being disrespectful to both you and your husband or you and your wife. 
No man is not going to sit down and have another man talk trash about their wife. And this is my problem. We're around certain friends that we can't even talk religion. We can't, we, we can't talk religion. We can't talk faith. Everything, every other subject is fine. But we can't talk faith. I'm not going to sit around you. We're going to have very, very um, short conversations with a wide space, like months in between. Because I have to make sure that what makes up my day is of spiritual things. People who are of the world fill their days with worldly things. I am not of the world anymore. So I have to fill my days with spiritual things and leave a little space for vanity. And if you're a vain person, as the scripture just referred to you as, then I'm sorry. You will have to fit in whenever I make time, you know, whenever I can spare the time for vanity. And that's how it should be with all of us. Even with the hobbies that we have, you have to make sure that these hobbies are honoring Elohim. You want to read a book? Fine. Make sure that the book is about something right. It doesn't have to be about spirituality. It doesn't have to be a religious book. But make sure that whatever the content is, it is right. Make sure that whatever it is is not causing you to sin. Make sure the music that you're listening to, they're, 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 they're singing about things that are right. Not about what you think is right, but what the scripture says is right. And not about what your perception of the scripture is, but what the scripture says is right. And not because you like the song and the lyrics sound good or the melody sounds good. No, if it's not singing about what is right. If it's singing about fornication, it's not a good song. If it's singing about money and making money it's not a good song that's not what we're here for we sing songs that speak life into us words of life into us and i know that's not only religious people that know how to speak like this who know how to sing like this who know how to write like that and those are the things that we should gravitate to There's enough people in the world that are sitting down watching funny videos. There's enough people in the world that are reading trashy um, romance novels and and um, and and watching anime that is done covering a lot of witchcraft and a lot of killing. Leave all of that to them. There's enough people out there wasting their time making memes every day. What are we doing? I mean, we say that we serve a superior almighty Elohim. But yet we don't even have a superior personality. You don't have to walk tall and look down on people to be superior. What you need to do is to do the things that a superior would do. The Bible says, when I was a child... I spake as a child, I acted as a child, but now I'm converted, I'm now mature, I have grown up. I put away childish things. 
the worldly things are childish things it's just another level when you reach um so-called adulthood it's just another level of childishness and sometimes they say it plain they say that they have a uh, they have adult playgrounds and most times the places that they refer to as adult playgrounds is is um for liquor and fornication and all those type of things Sin is a childish thing. Things that don't add to your wisdom. Things that don't make you feel happy. Things that make you feel uncomfortable. Things that only make you feel excited for the moment. Or happy for the moment. And as the moment passes, you're empty again. All of these things are childish. They don't add to your life. They only take away... Because the time that you spend on them, you can't get that back. In this scripture, it says in Psalms 97 verses 10, People who love Yah. And it says, let me read it exactly how it says, Ye that love Yah hate evil. It's very, it's very plain and blatant. If you love Yah, you hate evil. And he preserveth the souls of his saints, he delivereth them out of the hand of the wicked. Now, if I hate sin, and the people that do sin are referred to as wicked people, if I hang around them, then when they get into trouble, I'm going to get into trouble too. However, if I hate sin, and I hate seeing it being done, I don't hate the person, but I hate the sin being done or I know this person really loves wickedness I will avoid this person I'm not going to hate them but I'm going to avoid this person avoiding them I avoid problems this is how Elohim delivers us from wickedness and when we're around them say we have to be around them we keep ourselves circumspect we keep ourselves spotless that when anything happens Elohim can deliver us from evil. When people try to rope you into their shenanigans and try to tell lies on you, you're blameless enough so that Elohim can actually do his part of the work and deliver you from wicked people. But we never seem to want to stay out of these people's way because we feel so lonely without them and I understand but there are things worse in life than loneliness I assure you that believers really do have a problem today with perception even though the Bible says to obey and then you'll get the understanding we instead try to understand and then don't do it if we don't understand this is not how faith works a lot of us say we have faith we don't have faith because if the Bible says in the Bible it says that we should try him it's literally there try him and if we try him and he's proven continue to try him If he ever fails, then we can stop following him. But he never does. He never does. And it's because of our faith that we lose out on the things that he has for us. Because we stop believing 
because we start looking into alternatives because we can't wait on him he takes too long isn't that the problem but the thing is what we get fast usually doesn't last and then we're in the filth again the filth of sin that we're supposed to hate as the most hated thing in the world 2 Peter 2 verses 7 to 8 says and delivered just lot that's lot abraham's cousin who was vexed with the filthy conversation of the wicked for that righteous man dwelling among them in seeing and hearing vexed his righteous soul from day to day with their unlawful deeds now when you read about job job was oftentimes found outside of the city sitting at the gate of the city because he couldn't really stand the people inside the city he would go home when it's time to go home but in the days once he, his work was done you know the bible doesn't say they found him inside the city they found him at the gate because day to day he was vexed with all the sin he didn't try to yes the place was fruitful and whatever but what what the humans were doing it was awful but we 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 don't see all of what's going on in the world now is awful oh, we think it's so cool huh oh all the technology and all the celebrities and oh the flashing lights oh the makeup oh the the pretty clothes and you know all of that none of this is ours the bible says that our inheritance is yahuwah if he's not enough for us then i'm sorry we're really cheap i mean he's the most expensive gift of all but we want the cheap trinkets of this world that fade away and we'll never connect with him until we disconnect ourselves from these cheap trinkets that we think are all the rage Amos 5 verses 14 to 15 says seek good and not evil that ye may live and so the adon the elohim of hosts shall be with you as ye have spoken hate the evil and love the good and establish judgment in the gate it may be that the adonai of hosts will be gracious unto the remnant of joseph now remember we are engrafted unto all these sons of israel vanity is also sin because it doesn't add but it takes away from us so we might not be hurting another person but it may be hurting us and Elohim does not tolerate us hurting ourselves just like he doesn't tolerate suicide so i'm just giving you something to think about today are we really serving him in spirit and truth or are we doing it in a way that is convenient for us 
Because if you went into church and you still have all the things that you had before you went into there, you wouldn't change nothing about your life. You still have the same friends. You still have the same amount of money in your bank account. Unless you're poor, then that I could understand. But do you still get offered all the same opportunities? You have not learned the fear of Elohim. You have not learned to hate evil. It's something that has to be learned because it's not natural for us. We've lived the life embracing it. So now we need to unlearn that life and learn what is evil and learn to hate it. According to scripture, not according to what your pastor says, not according to what your congregation members say, or some TV evangelist, but according to what scripture says. If you ask him diligently to open up your understanding, then he will show you, if you're sincere that is, then he will show you what evil is and what you need to stay clear from. Thank you for listening. To check out more of my stuff or to contact me, you can reach me at Facebook at Little Space Kaleidoscope Space Girl or on Instagram at Little underscore Kaleidoscope underscore Girl or on Wattpad at Kaleidoscope the Pen or on my blog on WordPress at Little Kaleidoscope Girl with no spaces. Thank you for tuning in.